Hey guys and welcome. I'm Hazza. And I'm Muzike. And, and this, this is, is the, the Late, Late Night, Night Fix. Fix. Join us on a journey into the night. Anything is on the table and nothing is off limits. So take a seat and buckle up for action-packed episodes. Hot topics, juicy goss and special guests are coming your way. Don't go anywhere. Coming your way. Late Night Fix. Don't go anywhere. Coming your way. Late Night Fix. Don't go anywhere. Coming your way. Late Night Fix. This is your Late Night Fix. Hey guys and welcome to the Late Night Fix. I'm Muzike with my co-host Hazza. How are we, man? Hi Muzike. How are you going? Good, good. This um, is episode four, man. Episode four. Here we are. So we hope you loved our last episode on Side Hustle. Tonight, we're talking about something a little different. We're joined by Dave, and we're going to be talking about Sydney. Hey, and Dave. Hey, Dave. How are you going? How are you going, fellas? Yeah, good, going good. Going very well. So, Dave, you've grown up in Sydney all your life. When did you first move to Sydney? I first moved to Sydney in late 1951 when my father, a toolmaker, mm-hmm. left Caulfield in Melbourne to arrive in Sydney. Wow, that's a long time ago. So you've lived here for quite a while. I have. So 70, 70 years. Mate, it's gone like a dream. And have, if only it was. Have you always lived in the same place in Sydney? Uh, two locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, 22 Barrow Road, Tarman, okay. run, run by a, a, a – the landlord was um, a Mr Lennon who was a Boer War vet and uh, shortly after arriving in Sydney, mm. my toolmaker father was diagnosed with liver cancer. I'm sorry to hear that. So, well, uh, yeah, that's terrible. So tell us more about our Tarman. Um so you moved there in 1951. Uh, you lived there for some time. Have you been back to that home? Uh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. occasionally I have. Okay. And has it changed much since then? Uh, that, the, that street of houses, every one mm-hmm. which was master built, is still substantially the same. Although it mm-hmm. has been slated by some rumours that they're mm-hmm. going to um, – demolish the entire street at some state and put up plastic houses. Really? Wow. Yes. Wow. So you've mentioned two things there, master built, just for our listeners. What does that mean? That means that the original construction, in this case it was sandstone dimension blocks, Yeah. were, were built by dedicated craftsmen. Okay. Architects. Yeah, and builders. They were they they were passionate about their craft. Okay, so there was a lot of uh, attention to detail. The materials were different, I suppose. Uh, yeah, sort of what yes. Did? Okay, and the techniques were slightly different uh, too. The building techniques. techniques were substantially the same. Tools have changed over the years, and uh, okay, a few other refinements like um, pneumatic hammers and such, but. Basically, the principles are still in place that were mm. then. Because you're a carpenter yourself, aren't you? That's your trade. Not purely my trade. I got, I got into 
into carpentry by posing as a carpenter with F.W. <laughs> Eastman and Sons. Okay. But yeah. you practically had the skills of a carpenter. You picked uh, up yeah, I was brought and, up in a very yeah. practical orientated home, mate, and, I, okay. and substantially raised with a hammer in my hand and I wouldn't have had it any other way. Incredible. And the, the second thing you mentioned there were, were the plastic houses. What do you mean by plastic houses? Well, insubstantial mm. um, residences. I mean, I've, I've got to concede that, look, the, the builder and the customer are working to a a, a, a time frame and material frame where they can't afford to indulge themselves in, in a lot of the tradition of yesterday. yesterday. The, the cost, to be honest, would be prohibitive. So, so you're but, talking about a, a knockdown and a quick rebuild? Yeah, I am. Okay. I am. Okay. I am. Yeah, sure. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I, I feel quite sad, but the reality is, being what it is, mm. um, it, it, it's like seeing um, <clears throat> substantial areas being knocked down and, and replaced by high-density structures, but the, the reality is we do have to cater for a burgeoning population, and I can't be so much of a Luddite that I'd refuse to acknowledge that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I just want to touch on what Sydney was like in 1951 compared to now. Yeah. Can you talk to us about that? Well, basically there, there's no real comparison because things were so much more sedate then. Mm. It was a, a much more relaxed, less intense tempo of religion. I, I mean, we tend to idealise the past and say the good old days. They, they weren't always so good because <laughs> if if the medical um, advancements that we've since achieved had been available yeah. to Dad. He wouldn't have died at the early age of 42, leaving mm. me as a 10-year-old, yeah. very insecure boy without a father yeah. and two brothers and a mother mm. who had to go out and work as a nurse. Tough times back then, very, absolutely. Very, T Talk to us about the shape of Sydney there. So Sydney right now, Muzike, perhaps you can talk to us about this too, was... Sydney now is quite multicultural. You have different areas of Sydney that sort of harbour different ethnic groups. Um, you know, you have uh, uh, Turkish groups in Auburn, for instance, and in Eastwood and Chatswood, yeah. um, Chinese, Korean. In Leichhardt, there's a, an Italian population. Over down south, you've got Greek, Greeks and Egyptians and, uh, you know, S Serbians, Croatians, that sort of thing. And um, did you have that back in 1951? We did not. We were substantially Anglo-Saxon, but um, I'm not. Really? I'm not decrying okay. the positive influence that those groups, Italians um, and Chinese, with a, with a with a very marked um, work ethic, no, no, have, of have contributed to this country. Absolutely. And, we, and, yes. And Sorry, I've, I've worked with them on building sites, and the mm. camaraderie we had. I, I can still look back fondly too. Absolutely. So, yeah. but but back oh. in the fifties and the sixties, it it was homogenous, almost completely Anglo-Saxon. It was. Yeah. It was. No migrants at oh, all. Well, yeah. we um, we call them New Australians, but mm. but they, the post-war um, exodus 
if you can call it that, from Europe to other parts of the world was becoming mm. quite marked. Okay. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the ten-pound poms were arriving, but it it hadn't had the the massive impact that it since had. Okay, it, it's uh, a, a a lot more Asians have come to our shores mm. since that time. Okay, but but again, I stress that it it was a far more relaxed um, time. I mean, I can remember my dad. He was working for Bishop Engineering at mm. the time as a toolmaker. And he 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 he'd be driving up Barra Road mm. in in the thirty five Buick he had his pride and joy his big black beautiful Buick and he'd see Mum <laughs> with the Jeep he'd made for her and and he'd just pull up and take her to the house in Barra Road and uh, it was quite mm. yeah yeah the the overall the overall um, tempo was a lot less frantic. So not a rat race as it oh, might no. be now. We had in individual grocers. There was no such thing as a as a supermarket. Wow! Imagine that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no Woolies or Coles down yeah. the road. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We'd have Mister Rogers, uh, who was a local grocer. Right. Yeah. More and Cato, which was slightly larger. Um, okay. Uh, but but that that was another grocer, and also yeah. the traditional milk bar. Mm. With its um, stalls on one side, mm. um, you, yeah. you, you used to exist then, like and in right. the movies. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. So it was. It was different. Uh, and um, was Franklin's the supermarket back uh, then? Or no, was no, different? no, no. It was. It was uh, mm. the, the the Rogers brothers. There were two brothers and. They, they they used to let us go through and get the broken biscuits, rah rah rah. But but <laughs> I think that became a bit tiring on them after a while. But um, mm. it, it was like a family. Uh, it was like something of the uh, that illustrator in uh, that American um, magazine. I can't recall the name. Mags or something. Mad magazine. No no no. 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 He, he mm. was a well known illustrator. Oh, and his name escapes me. But he used to do scenes like this, okay. uh, 1950s style scenes. Um, oh, we might have to look that up for yeah, you. And yeah, see if we can. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, how about neighbours? How did neighbours get along? Uh, yeah, it was a quite close knit um, mm. community. There's a lot more interaction. Interaction. About where yeah. people would uh, swap ice cream uh, recipes wow. and. Uh, Go to tennis clubs together, and mm. uh, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I, I think it was a lot more intimate. Yeah, it, it seems like you've got very fond memories of your childhood in the fifties and sixties uh, in Sydney. I, I wouldn't say that entirely. Or, uh, okay, but but um, what you're describing though, um, like the streets and um, the camaraderie, community. Uh, I'm talking about com- com- camaraderie yeah. between workers. Oh, I see. Um, okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, yeah. I. Uh, I had occasion. I, I got the sack from my first apprenticeship. And really? I, wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. But but then, w- what could you expect from a, an insecure fifteen-year-old kid? Mm. Um, one of the reasons given that I was uh, I didn't play sports. I've got nothing against sports. Actually, actually <laughs> I I, I um, support sports because both of my, my both of my sons are first-class athlete, athletes. And they always happen at spa. 
Um, but okay. um, yeah. I do you want me to do you want me to touch on my schooling? Uh, we, we might say that for another episode. I, okay, but, yeah, okay. What I really wanted to talk about uh, next was traffic. Um, oh, traffic. Yeah, yeah. So, how was how was yeah. that back in the days? Because yeah. now it's just crazy. It's crazy. There's a lot of cars on the road. Well, Very I, 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 can yeah. t- I can tell you this: mm. that back then um, there was still a substantial number of very old cars, and I'm talking going back to the 1920s. Uh, Well, there's a sporadic um, uh, existence of such cars, Mm. and when those chaps were largely, it was very, I would say, rare to see a woman driver, but those blokes, when they got behind the wheel of a car, Mm. they looked like drivers because they were drivers. I guess you'd have to They had to be real drivers because they were coping with um, Mm. antiquated um, mechanical brakes. No power steering. No power steering. It would have been hard. Straight Uh, arms. Yeah, straight cut gears. (laughs) Yeah. And even in some cases, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, so, so yeah. that, that they requ- it required a lot of attention and a lot of skill, but, and and okay. often they didn't even have a windscreen. The the, the windscreen wipers yeah. had to be moved by hand. Wow. So those cars in some cases, yeah. So, so those cars um, back in the days were not automatic, or uh, no. So they're manual. No. They were manual. A manual. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Traffic itself, congestion on the roads, is was that a thing? Peak oh, hour that, traffic. That'd be absolutely trivial compared compared today. It, it would just be today. It's insignificant. A yeah, it <laughs> it's is. a total it, nightmare. Yeah, even is. on it weekends. Is. It know? is. Yeah. It is. Um, what about infrastructure? Uh, say trams, metro, hospitals, schools. Have you noticed uh, an increase in those sorts of things now compared to? Well. When when I started high school mm. in the year nineteen fifty five, wow. I'd I'd go to St Leonard's, okay, a light from the train, and there'd be trams running up the Pacific Highway for a fare of tuppence on a nineteen fourteen toast rack tram. Gee, can you? And, can you exchange that into decimal currency for our listeners? Oh, a tuppence. What would, what would that be worth? That that'd be about um, that'd be the equivalent of about um, twenty cents, maybe. Would it? I'm, not I'm even. Not, sure. not even that. Five cents. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in that vicinity. That's pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and a conductor. Yeah. A, the, the conductor would be walking along a boardwalk. Mm. It was not unknown for a conductor to be swiped off the boardwalk by an unwary truck. <laughs> so he would collect the fares. He had this big bag on he the side. Did, he did. Yeah, with, with and, tickets. Uh, yeah. But off, the, bo- off, the boardwalk off, out, outside the tram, yeah, you mean? Yeah, it okay, was. Okay. It was. Was yep. that dangerous? It was. So people, yeah. they used it, to it get could swiped be. off. Yeah. It, it yeah. could be. I mean, yeah. I know a woman whose uh, father was... Uh, actually, he he fell off a tram. He was a conductor, and he fell backward onto the track. Wow! Well, um, yeah, but he survived. But um, yeah, the dangers could be quite real, especially yeah. in wet and or windy weather. I've heard of bicyclists getting their tires stuck in the tram tracks. If oh yes, yes, yeah, so that was a, an, yeah, yeah, that's true. a hazard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a lot of um safety procedures back in the days was not implemented. 
not a matter of being implemented. It was a matter of mm. the natural hazards of the job, mm. um, w- w- which is intrinsic to just. I guess part, they had to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, like the environment yeah. was different. Um, yeah, but eventually the state government um, decided, and many people still regard this as a retrograde step, mm. to remove all the trams because they weren't as flexible as buses. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I um, well, they've recently they've recently re- reintroduced trams to Sydney. H- how do you yeah. feel about that? Is that appropriate or relevant, um, or is it? I a- think in many cases it's completely inappropriate. Oh, Be- yeah, okay. because the present well, the previous transport minister um, tried to can the light rail mm. to Randwick, and with good reason, mm. because mm. there's no way that that tram system is mm. going to be able to cater with race crowds. Oh, be- yeah. Because yeah, that's a good in, point. In, in, yeah. in the um, what early early seventies. Mm. I was I was walking up um, Anzac Parade or something. Was no, it or, no, um, I, I was walking. There was a large hole in the ground, which <laughs> was which beside the present day mental hospital, uh, dental hospital, which was known as the Chalmers Street Hole. That's and near Central it, Station, is that right? Yeah. yeah what it, yeah, what it basically one. was was a large metal frame sitting mm. in an excavation. And there's a roughly lettered sign saying carpenters wanted. Okay. Now, using my previous experience with FT Eastman, I decided to apply. Mm. And um, that hole represented a key ingredient of the eastern suburbs railway, which heavy rail, heavy rail, heavy rail, which 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 was designed to take race crowd, uh, amongst other things, yeah, the right. Randwick race course. And, and little, Dave, yeah. was that um, the heavy rail? Was that um, working with? Um, electricity or was it? Yeah, yeah. It's still there. It was ele- the, electric train. The, the train out to Bondi Junction from yeah. uh, from the south coast, it still goes out there. But um, there's a. you think that it should be extended further? Beyond, I do. Okay. I, it should go beyond mm. Bondi. To? Well, two locations, mm. down in the direction of the beach itself and even more importantly to my mind, mm. should be extended uh, uh, Taking in mind mm. that the metro is is being extended throughout Sydney, yes. But in this particular case, yeah, there should there should be a a a, a move mm. when the finance becomes available to extend that line out to Randwick as it was originally meant to go. Okay. Now I I as I said I was working on that station. Yeah. It did have its hazards mm. because um, one day mm. I was w- working on the on the top, mm. and I went to remove a sheet of ply, plywood, uh, plywood, mm. three quarter ply, mm-hmm. and right beneath that sheet of ply was a vertical um, girder. Wow! And I went. Feet first into it. Jeez. That was perfectly safe, mm. but 
on two previous occasions mm. and they've taken full measures to prevent this. Mm. Two carpenters had fallen to their death wow. when removing sheets of ply. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. but this is a this is a natural thing. If mm. you pick up a sheet of ply, you lift that ply and you automatically step into a hole if one exists. Right. And that's the end of you. Well, but, but so the sheet of plies in front of you, isn't it? Your yeah, feet are but, still but on the ground. Yeah, but this is the tendency. Oh, you're, okay. you're, but, but because that mm. particular girder had been blocked off wow. in view of the other accident, I mean, it did, it did give me a wake-up. Yeah. It shook me up a bit. Yeah, I bet. But, but um, as I say, it, 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 it was a blocked-off vertical girder. But, but, uh, but, but. Based on previous experience, yeah, yeah, it could have meant the end of me. How far was the drop? Oh, it's probably about uh, at least uh, twenty. Uh, or no, it wouldn't mm. be that far. Uh, well, a good, a good ten to. 14, yeah. 15 metres. This is a really good point, actually, because these um, days we think that work health and safety, there are so, there's so much red tape, isn't there, and there's, there are so many checks. There and, is, yeah. yeah. And often people become quite frustrated, but now uh, given what we know about the past and people dying on work yeah, sites, yeah. we can see the importance of these checks. And um, It, it, it wasn't, I mean, I've yeah. cited one incident, but there were people yeah. in, in the tunnels ex-tunnel um, carpenters from yeah. the snowy who died on the job. Wow. We, we had a uh, – I, I don't want to be too dramatic, but th- these are the facts. Okay. I'm, sure. I mean, they, they're trying to enforce safekeeping to their yeah. utmost. But we had a, a, a massive mm. um, piece of formwork running on the rails called the Jumbo, mm. and – we were tunnelling through sandstone, mm. although I wasn't engaged in tunnel work at that stage. Mm. I was more into form work on the station itself. But um, you, mm. you, you, you could, um, I mean, the, the, let's put it this way, the job wasn't without its hazards. Do you feel like uh, your employers uh, paid enough attention to work health oh, and they safety? Did. They did. They, yeah, but, they, uh, they were meticulous, but, but things can still happen. Even after all these um, precautions have been taken? Um, um, well, there's unknown factors that enter into every equation and, uh, and mm. sometimes mm. Um, it's people being human can make Mistakes we might call them elementary or otherwise. Were you working for a, a private contractor back no, then? No, I was or? working for the government. Okay, All I was right. working for the government. Fair um, enough, Dave. I wanted to go back uh, as you were talking about the trains. Um, I'm sure you, you know Bradfield's vision, how he wanted to um, extend the the train lines out to the northern beaches. Yes, um, and it hasn't happened, you know, since till now. And I think you know they should you know, install Metro up all the way to the Northern Beaches, all the way to Palm Beach. But I don't know why, I don't know if they're planning to do it or I don't know. <laughs> I've, got, I've got some thoughts on that because I regard Dr. Bradfield as a very great man and a great visionary and he did intend to do that. And the present day, what they known as a stub tunnel, is still in existence. Mm. The only thing that stopped that happened was the Japanese decided to start a war. Yeah, something wow. to do with the war. 
But but wow. there, there was going to be a heavy gauge rail system mm. at least up in in the direction of military road. Okay. Um, and that and in that Mossman. was that. It, it, yeah, yeah, and and, I, and over over, I, th- I think it must have been a a, a, a a tunnel would have been too deep. The gradients would have been too much. They would have mm. had to put a vision, uh, sorry, a bridge across um, mm. Middle Harbour, but it could have been achieved. And like uh, Matthew said, it would have been a great thing if that could, and it would have undoubtedly yeah. occurred, except for the war. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they still can do it now. I mean, you know, they can do the metro up to Palm Beach and, you know, DY and Newport. Mm. I, think, and I think they might have some thoughts about that. But um, but you've got people that are um, wealthy living up in the northern beaches. I think they're against it, Yeah, which I've been hearing about. Why, do you know why oh, they're against it? Because it's going to bring the riffraff in, that's why. Riffraff? Yeah. Oh. What, what, what that they might regard it. But but yeah. mate, you've got to remember that, that you've you've got to cater for the majority, and the reality is mm. that that is an under-resourced area as far as um, public transport. It's mm. a road will always be inadequate yeah. to, mm. to cater for the the traffic. Yeah, like with Northern Beaches, it's just mm. insufficient public transport. You've only got buses going up and down, mm. and you've yeah. got taxis and rideshare. And the locals yeah. want to keep it that way. Is that yeah. sort of I'm, the, I'm not what sure, you're getting at? but it would be nice to have metro going up there. Mm. Yeah, the rea- the reality is that this area isn't a bastion for the rich. Um, you, you've just got to consider the overall uh, and all mm. you know the overall impact for the majority. But um, mm. they can maintain um, security to a much greater and more efficient degree than ever with modern um, surveillance methods. Mm. So um, that's my answer to that question. No, but, uh, point well made. Uh, can I take you back to heritage? Yeah. Um, so there, there is this notion that we should preserve our heritage, um, but there's also the reality that... Yeah. Um, our population is burgeoning. So I'll give you some figures. In 1930, yeah. uh, which is two decades before you moved to Sydney, get, granted, but um, in 1930 Sydney's population was 1.2 million. Melbourne's was just under a million. Now in 2021 Melbourne's at 5.3 million and Sydney's at 5.1. Well, Yeah. So um, inevitably... You need more roads, more hospitals, more schools, yeah. infrastructure, more, yeah, more yeah, public transport, yeah. um, and more housing. Uh, but at the same time, there's this notion uh, that we should preserve our heritage. So we've got very old neighbourhoods. Some neighbourhoods um, characterised by a particular type of building, yeah. Federation homes. Um, or uh, down in the rocks, you've got those townhouses that have been there since the 19th century. What's your view? My view is, if I, I don't want to be a total luddite because mm. I realise that a lot of this stuff is inevitable. Mm. But if they're going to demolish the Ataman I knew, mm. I would prefer not to see it happen, okay. or even see the aftermath. It would be too saddening yeah, too, for you, yeah, or? Too, too, yeah, too traumatic. Too I, traumatic. I just, um, but. Um, Mm. I, I I know I know you've got to move with the times and uh, mm. 
That, that's that's why the uh, the metro is being built and expanded, etc. Mm. I mean, oh, that's the that's the reality. Like I reckon the metro is really good because it's pretty fast. You know, yeah. we've been on it, we've tried tried it out, mm. um, but the light rail. With the trams, you've noticed that they go very slow and people were complaining about it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I say. The, the previous uh, transport minister tried to can this and... Um, and that but, was um, uh, Andrew Constance, I was, think. Was it? But, but Berejiklian yeah. tried to... Um, she, she, she said, well, it's, it's too late, but he said it's not a goer and it never can be and it never will be. Mm, that's, right. that's why I'm advocating in this particular case that the, uh, as an ex-worker on the job, that the, um, the, 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 the rail be extended at least to the race course. Right. Um, there's, no, there's no way in the world the trams are going to, Especially at the pitable speeds they travel, yeah, um, mm. it, 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 it's just not a go, mate. Full yeah. stop. And look, there was um, rumours as well. I think I uh, told you before uh, two weeks ago that um, they were talking about privatising Sydney trains. How uh, do you feel about you know Sydney trains being privatised? Uh, as an ex-railway worker, I don't um, the, mo- the the motivation. Uh, I mean, railways, they'll, they'll never pay in the sense that uh, they'll turn out a profit. But the, the point is they exist as a public service and uh, mm. there's, there's no possible way that we can uh, exist efficiently and every, every, every other way mm. without without. The railways. I I, I, yeah. I I couldn't endorse privatisation of the railways, mate. It's mm. just it's a lot of history behind the railways in New yeah. South Wales. Yeah, there yeah. is. They've and got it, a very quite mm. a, a very proud history, actually. Mm. And even the buses too. They've there um, is too. They've been the buses privatised. Yeah. Just the north is gone. Yeah. Um. Just end of uh, I think mm. September. Yeah, he's talking about Brooklyn Depot. Uh, uh, no, like the, the Northern Beaches, so Brookvale, Monovale, and um, North Sydney Depot. Mm. That's, yeah, yeah, well, um, <coughs> the operators must be in a flux because I, I remember when uh, Hunters Hill Bus Company, Ken Butt, uh, a man called Ken Butt founded Hunters Hill Bus Company, and it, in turn, that was sold to an American consortium. Then they mm. were taken over by the mm. buses. Now they want to revert to private <laughs> operators. So mm. where where do we stand, mate? They're, they're just um, yeah. changing policy on a consistent basis. You I, know, I guess it's gone. It's, it's it's gone from a public service to a, a profit. Uh, yeah, well, a, yeah. A pro, you know, yeah. Um, operating a an organisation yeah. for profit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. the philosophy, I think, behind that is that um, that in turn improves the service. I don't know if that's yeah. – I don't know how you feel it about that. It reduces the service. Well, Reduce, well what yeah. I've actually mm. heard is that um, the government mm. isn't doesn't make money off um, public transport. 
Well, it should. It, no, yeah, it's it not shouldn't. The point. Shouldn't that's be, not yeah. the point of it, though, is it? it? The point is to provide a service yeah, to the community. A, yeah, that's right. Um, public service. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's public not about transport. Whether it's profitable or not. But they don't want to. They don't want to see it draining their finances, especially in the present state. And and mm. they, they need those, whatever finances they possess. If if if, if the metro's to proceed, mm. uh, it's got to have. They've got to raise money. They've got to raise money. Okay. But they have slashed services, uh, haven't they, as a result of privatising? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's always, there's already a, a consequence and a reduction That's right. um, yeah. in, in the service to the public if they're slashing services. Yeah, and they've just announced for the eastern suburbs that mm. um, I think about 25 – um, routes are being cut or slashed. Yeah. Well, there you go again. Um, you know. Yeah, and they're yeah. implementing new routes or something. And mm. yeah, that, that's a, that's Cost another cutting. another yeah. endorsement for the um, completion of the uh, railway. Yeah, because they want to put everyone on the light rail going into the city. There, 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 <laughs> there's no substitute <laughs> for heavy or I'm ruling out. Trams in this case, but yeah. um, uh, heavy, heavy or heavy rail or metro mm. underground, where it doesn't there, have there's to. Not, there's yeah. nothing that can compete with it, including yeah. including motor traffic and pedestrians. Yeah, yeah. That, that's subject <laughs> to uh, interference from uh, mm. from uh, competing uh, motorists. On mm. on streets that weren't designed for the twenty first century in the first place. I'll just put something to you because earlier um, we we spoke about heritage and yeah. uh, the new developments that are coming through. Um, so a lot of these developments are being rushed through. So populations growing quite quite rapidly, quite quickly. Yeah. Uh, immigration. Um, not so much by the birth rate. I think the birth rate's increasing, but it's more from immigration now. So more than a quarter of new Sydney apartment blocks have defects and there was an apartment block in Olympic Park yep. that started leaning well, over. I think, was it called the Opal Tower? Is it Opal? I can't quite remember. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's not ideal. You spoke about plastic houses before um, as opposed to master-built structures. The same, the same applies to... Um what you have just alluded yes. to, mm. because uh, either the building inspectors aren't doing their job, mm. or ha ha as has been observed overseas, mm. steel or other vital um, structural elements is being uh, removed um, illegally. To cut costs. To cut costs. Goodness and that's me. that's well, re that's result yeah that's resulting in these off sometimes fatal defects mate. Well, you've got hundreds to thousands of residents living in some of these towers. Yeah, yeah, and you cheap know. materials probably as well being used. You reckon? Well, if you're alluding to uh, what happened in uh, in the tower in uh, London, the plastic cladding. Yeah, where mm. where where it uh, was put in. Uh, and prove flammable. We yeah. have flammable buildings now mm. in Australia, which are uninhabitable because of the insurance um, issues. Mm. And what what the owners are going to do 
to me, appears to well, they be might nothing have to but declare bankruptcy. bankruptcy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you read my mind. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's it's um, it's it's uh, quite tragic, um, mm. but uh, 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 it, like, they can't cover the cost of, of removal of the uh, substances, mm. which which is still flammable and, and still remain competitive. That's uh, yeah, that's an indictment on the building uh, industry. Not that I have any expertise well, on that, but. Um, mm. Well, well, the uh, the architect mm. um, may, may be. I can only speculate. He 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 couldn't. Um, Is this in London? Uh, well, anyway, you, you care to nominate? Mm. He, he's 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 trying to keep costs down, and they and they they they're using materials which. May be inferior, but it ne- it was never even a consideration. Goodness me! That it would form a mm. fire hazard in the first you, place. You could imagine, as a client, uh, you would be quite frustrated. But then, as you a builder, be. yeah, and uh, but then as a builder or a developer, you would also be sort of somewhat keen to keep your client happy and reduce the costs as much as possible. But you've, you a place would. has to be inhabitable. But you didn't yeah. know in the you didn't know in the long term. Mm. In the light of um, what was the name of that building in London? Oh, oh they were they were ta- public housing towers from yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah, Knights I can't quite or remember. Something. I don't yep. know. Mm. Whatever. Um, mm. Yeah, that was a terrible, terrible incident. Do you, Do you think we've got to get back to master building? Um, Those standards. Yeah, but but then people might say, well, we don't have the economic um, luxury of. Of, Sandstone, uh, yeah, yeah, towers it, it, and yeah. double brick. Mm. Yeah, 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 it's it, a lot it's, of labour, isn't um, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, People want a house in in a few months. They don't want to wait a couple of years. They don't want to. They don't want to wait two years for. It depends how uh, how know. long you visualise yeah. staying on planet Earth for, mate. <laughs> you know, you're only here for <laughs> yeah. a yeah. That's true for a short. You know not the day nor the hour of you your know passing. Not the day nor the hour. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's going a bit deep. Um, okay, uh, how about housing affordability? A lot of young people are complaining about expensive rents. Um, right now in Sydney, the cost of a home, a house on a block, is one point three million dollars on is average. A lot. Yeah. yeah, with a two hundred thousand dollar deposit. Yeah. Um, it's unattainable for a lot of young people. Was that the case when you were in Sydney growing up as a as a young tradie? Um, no, it mm. uh, it was obtainable, mm. but um, you, you it, it's just uh, a lot a lot of it is um, it, it is attributable to greedy speculators that drive up the the price of housing, mate. Mm. You you. you um, it, it's it's just based on pure greed. If 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 you want the the honest truth, and the, and that's mm. why an ordinary couple mm. find this beyond them. And actually, actually, I pity them. I really do. A lot because, of people do. Yeah. Yeah. Un- yeah. Unless you've got parents to help you uh, these yeah. days, yeah. It, it seems like it's almost out of the question. Or even that, or move mm. over to Western Australia. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really hard yeah. to save up a yeah. deposit for you know if your first home. That's true. Um, you know, yeah. it take you years to like, you know, try and save and, you know, everyone's got bills to pay and, and mm. all that, but 
It's almost as if this situation's sort of being enabled because perhaps the government's trying to build up regional areas and it's not really in their interests to make housing in big cities affordable. And by keeping the prices up, maybe they're creating a situation, this is pure speculation on my part, but maybe they're creating a situation that forces young people out into the regions. What do you think about that? That's a theory. It's interesting because mm. um, people have speculated well, mm. that uh, cities like Bathurst, Orange, Parks, etc. Could be served by a a massive tunnel system under the Blue Mountains, which would make oh. those places much. Yeah, it's it's not beyond. No, no, no. I no, think I've heard you, about that. You mentioned this the um, the thing with Elon Musk, the the, the hyperloop. Hyperloop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that could make mm. those places much more accessible. Yeah, yeah, and, and faster uh, to get there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. They'd no longer be the idyllic country towns that we knew. Yeah, mm. but. Again, you've, you've got to look at the realities of um, the situation. Yeah. Let me the centralisation it's called, but yeah. but it would be greatly enhanced by um, by the use of tunnels. Well, um, apparently mm. the New South Wales government has announced that they're going to be building like an underground tunnelling under Blue Mountains. He, yeah, um, he said to, he mentioned to, that. Yeah, yeah. to go. Um, Instead of going around, which is a longer way, like mm. they're going to be um, tunneling like wow. roads so you can do they have go the, past. Do they have the mountain. technology to construct those tunnels? I uh, think they're going to the be technologies putting technologies there. Mm. It's a it's a matter of will and the available monies. Yeah, mm. well, I think they're going to put the tenders out and really, yeah, it's it's pretty recent. They're going to be. Um, Oh, there you go. It, yeah. really? So it looks like that idea might be coming off the ground. But it's wow. not a Hyperloop thing. It's just for vehicles. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Not you got my hopes up. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Hyperloop. No, no, not the Hyperloop, no. Oh. Can, can, you, um, mm. can you give us a bit more information about the Hyperloop? But the Hyperloop, and I've only got very, very scant knowledge of this, is an idea either of Sir Richard Branson or Elon Musk, yeah. and it's a high-speed train that, Functions underground, almost like a shoot. Uh, oh, shoot! At, at, yeah, almost like a shoot at Woolies or uh, at, oh, at the, the supermarket. Principle. Yeah, the new. Yeah, I, I suppose so. Now, yeah, I, suction. I, I remember as, mm. a, as a child, you go into mm. these shops mm. and and they'd have these uh, overhead uh, overhead um, suction tubes. That's what I meant. And, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and, and uh, wow. Yeah. yeah that's it's great. um it's like vacuumed. Well, yeah. Yeah. So mm. what I've got here, it says um, Hyperloop is an ultra high speed ground transportation system for passengers and cargo proposed as concept by Elon Musk. Oh, okay. It is Elon Musk's idea. Yeah. Okay. But so I think Sir Richard Branson has also taken this idea um, too. And I remember having- There was another it, company. Uh, yeah, Virgin. Mm. Yeah, I think- Would this be about I, I the diameter of a, of a metro? Mm. I don't know. Like, I it, don't know. <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't want to get any smaller than that. It's basically what? like that. Can I have a photo? Look? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, look! It looks like one of those maglev trains in Japan. I'm. We're just looking at a photo on a phone. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's That's great. pretty. It's greatly streamlined. <laughs> but there's nothing I can. Hmm. What What would be the height? The height of that. I think that's a concept photo. 
it's got to it, it, it's got to be an airtight aperture through that. I'd say so. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, so uh, so yeah. here it says um, the system consists of sealed and partially evacuated tubes connecting mm-hmm. mobility hubs in large metropolitan areas and wow. pressurized vehicles, usually called pods, okay. which can move at very high speeds. How fast? Um, it's not saying here, mm. um, but it says with this system, the door-to-door travel time on medium-range distances can be considerably reduced um, compared to current connections. Wow. That would be very, very handy to get from Bathurst to Sydney Central in 40 minutes or something on a Hyperloop. Yeah. You're from- talking about 200 k's an hour? Yeah, well, something uh, like that, or even, yeah, even I'd be guessing, faster than that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Probably faster than the um, Shinkansen. Oh, the Shinkansen. Want, tell us about that. It would want to be foolproof, wouldn't it? Shinkansen, sorry. I don't know um, what that the is. The Shinkansen train in Japan. It's oh, a, I understand. Okay. Um, yeah. The mag, mag level, something like what, that. Is that yeah. a maglev, is it? Um, possibly. But this is mm. nothing like a maglev. Lev. This, this is operating on suction. Suction. Yeah, but it's still a supersonic. Oh, well, not a supersonic, what, but a high speed train. Grade, what's mm. the maximum grade it could handle? I wonder. Um, a, a gradient. So yeah. Um, well, if they're digging tunnels, it's probably flat all the way. I would say. That's not always yeah. possible to achieve, mate. Mm. Yeah. No, but it'll be curving as well too. Um, mm. You, yeah. you, you've got to you've got to keep your services relatively near the surface of the the ground for access to the public. Oh, that's public. true. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll have <laughs> stations. They'll have stations where it'll arrive. Like how how, how far? I, I, I imagine they would be quite a way apart. Like yeah, it would a be. Couple of cases. You wouldn't want it to stop very often, would you? No, well, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> Because I remember mm. the New South Wales government um, was saying that they want to build like a very fast um, train from, I think, mm. Melbourne all the way up to Queensland, but stopping oh, talking it. talking about that for years. Yeah. Canberra and Sydney and, you know. Well, they're, build, yeah. they're building at the moment, uh, I think it's from, to, from Toowoomba or Parks. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry about the general location, mm. but uh, they're, they're doing a high-speed um rail link for goods trains mm. and it's going to join the main southern line at um is it stock and bing oh i don't know um i'm not sure stock and bingle and anyway s- somewhere on the main southern line th- right. this, is, this is being um this this is heavy high speed um standard gauge goods line wow is this in the planning right now or uh, it, not only planning mate it's being implemented oh right really? it's good they've yes. commenced construction so, yeah so wow. that it's it's basically a shortcut mm. above above the um existing rail links mm-hmm. which is going to facilitate movement of goods um mm. I, 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 I imagine it's somewhere near Brisbane, Toowoomba, whatever, mm-hmm. cutting through across the top of the states, Gee. or or the top of our state anyway, um, to um, the main southern line. Wow, that, that's where Doug. Uh, mm. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting I, that you mentioned Queensland now because earlier you spoke about Bradfield who was a visionary, an Australian visionary and a a prominent engineer who came up with many plans, some of which were implemented, some of which were not. Um, One of his big plans was to 
divert floodwaters from far north Queensland to arid black soil plains um, and to irrigate those plains to create a, a breadbasket right. or, or um, huge areas of, of farmland um, in southwestern Queensland as far as I know. Um, now, they're speaking now about implementing that idea given Australia's growing population and um, also growing uh, food insecurity. Um, but uh, one of the objections, one of the reasons why that idea never took off was that uh, people were concerned that such a, a large irrigated area might affect the Australian climate um, by creating an inland sea, I suppose, by diverting floodwaters to these black soil plains. Um, from, from a layman's point of view. Yeah. I, I can't see the case for that, mm. that, that it would adversely affect the climate because mm. they've talked about using nuclear power to um, blast a passage wow. to the sea for Blake Air. Uh, this goes back quite a way. Uh, uh, for Lake Air to become permanently... Really? Yeah, um, underwater, and that would have a, had a beneficial effect mm. on that part of Australia. So how, how, they, how they could run this idea down, I, I yeah. don't think it, it stands up to rational investigation. Uh, look, I'm a layman too, um, but to me it seems like such a sensible thing to do to harness all that flood water and to engineer a solution to, to guarantee a food source for, for a country who's um, population is growing. 75% of Australia's desert, you know, it's a very slim uh, area that's, that's fertile or green or um, well-watered uh, with, with good amounts of precipitation. So um, for, for me, the idea makes sense. It would require a lot of labour. It would probably take decades to, to construct. For me, it's a shame they didn't do this 40 or 50 years yeah. ago. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, well, yeah. the, ma the major uh, issue would be mm. the construction of dams to reverse the flow of the water. Um, mm. And as you say, that, that's a major civil or a series of civil engineering feats. If you it's a massive it project. It's a huge project. But, um, mm. but if, if we but, were living in, in the United States and they were, I, I don't, I'm not an American, but my suspicion is that this would have happened. Um, well, well you know, look, look what they, uh, they yeah. did with the Tennessee, Tennessee Valley, mate. They, they mm. just turned that whole area around mm. in the area of the Hoover Dam, et cetera, mm. and uh, just totally revitalised it. Exactly. So, so right. there's no yeah. doubt in my mind if, if the Americans had been, mm. much as we might just tend to decry the Yanks for their, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we say over the top. But oh, well. Yeah. yeah, but but that they're very enterprising. Uh, yeah, they you are. Know, they're, they're enterprising and, people. And um, yeah. if if we're done, mm. if they'd been here, I, I'm sure they would have undoubtedly done it. Well, I, I would compare this situation to the Netherlands, uh, the construction of dikes, yeah, to reclaim land from the sea. You know, and um, how much of the Netherlands was once underwater? A substantial portion of their country was underwater. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're a densely populated country. Uh, they're short of land, so they engineered a solution. Um, so, I'm, uh, yeah, it seems to me that in Australia um, we're a little 
conservative, perhaps not progressive enough, or, or maybe reluctant to take a risk or a chance on a big project like that. That That's my own personal feeling about it. Um, but then again, I'm not an engineer and I'm not an expert um, and I'm happy to be educated. Uh, but um, yeah, that's, that's yeah, my well, own that, 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 You could put that down mm. to a myopic lack of vision, but the, the Netherlands had mm. no alternative. It wasn't an option in saying will well, we or won't we. Oh, they it's necessity. Had, they yes. had, oh, necessity. Yes. They had yeah. to do yeah. it. Well, necessity is the mother of invention. So Maybe when we're starving, it. we'll start, um, you know, <laughs> diverting uh, <laughs> yeah. water from Queensland yeah. to, to create some farmland and grow some crops. Mm. But yeah. you, I'm sure you heard about the Snowy Hydro. Yeah. You worked on that. He, oh, yeah. You? I've worked yeah. at everything, mate. Yeah. Being so young and restless. Yeah. What were you going to ask? Sorry. Was uh, it? Yeah. They, I think um, they've already built that uh, facility, the Snowy Hydro, you know, for renewable energy. Uh, oh, hydropower. Yeah, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, well, that, mm. but that, but that's what you do get when you pump water. You're, you're pumping water up and using that that power to to create additional energy. But you yeah. can only get so much out of it. Australia's not a country like Norway, which has got these mm. natural attributes and they can produce hydro in abundant quantities. We don't have that luxury. I think we should be concentrating on nuclear power. I, I don't think there's any other option. Given our population and yeah, our, our needs. Yeah. 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 If okay. they're really serious about mm. cutting greenhouse emissions, they've got, mm. they've got to take that option. Well, there mm. are um, a lot of people that are against um, nuclear power. Okay. Why do you think that might be? Um, you know, they prefer like hydrogen. Yeah, mm. we, we might. What? I think we were. We, we might save that topic yeah. for. Um, that's a big topic. Yeah, yeah we, yeah. we have a, a friend that's arriving down from the north coast, and um, he's a big supporter of renewables. Uh, you've you've obviously got an opinion on nuclear power, so yeah. I, I'd, yeah. I'd like to save that for that episode because sure. I, I think that would be great to get two perspectives. <laughs> Um, I, think, I think the person yeah. you're referring to mm. um, is still a supporter. I mean, mm. look, if, 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 I, I, we won't go too far and too long on this, but you've got mm. to remember what what happened in Chernobyl. That that, mm. that was largely run on on vodka. That joint, and um, it was uh, the worst run industrial facility in yes. in, in Europe. It was much, probably a disaster waiting to happen. No, mm. no? Not, at, not at all. No? I mean, oh, okay. France and Germany have had it with no problems whatever mm. okay. over a period of almost 70 years. And uh, But why in Russia? Why did that? Yeah, I've just explained that. That was pulley run that, apparently. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so some issues there with yeah, professionalism, yeah. Um, I think. And yeah. I don't, I'm not yeah. sure. What I mean, there are hazards in any industrial mm. process you might like to name, but if you want to have cold showers in the middle of winter, you're up for it. But I'm sure you'll change your mind very quickly. Mate. I'm sure yeah. everyone wants warm showers. Warm yes. Yeah, people won't put up with it's cold a, showers. Yes, it's no. a hallmark of a civilization. Yes, indeed. Hot running water. We'll we'll save this topic for next okay. time because okay. I yeah. I think that that topic is so rich yeah. and yeah. it would make great content for an episode yeah, in itself. Sure, sure. Are you looking for opportunities to expand your business? Look no further than the Late Night Fix with a worldwide audience and new content released every week. Link up with us and watch your business soar to new heights. 
So what are you waiting for? Get your business ideas off the ground. Don't miss your chance to feature on the electrifying new podcast that has stunned all the critics. So email us now on late night fix at protonmail.com. You worked in Darling Harbour as a truck driver at the wool stores there before it was developed. Uh, it's now a tourist hotspot, more or less. Um, well, yeah. yeah. Talk to us about what Darling Harbour was like before they developed it. Well, Darling Harbour was, a, a, was surrounded by wool stores mm. and <coughs> wool, used, wool used to be consigned to... Um, all, all over New South Wales mm. and then redistributed to those wool stores and um, either shipped overseas or, mm. or, or processed within this country. Mm. And I worked on trucks with a wool wool hook wow. when I was a kid at 21. Wow. wow. And, uh, <laughs> I, yes, some experiences, mate. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you want me to go into it. Why not? Go for it. Well, okay. Mum gave me a watch for my 21st birthday. Watch for my – and I came in the Greenswall store and I lost it in a load of Lucy's. That's loose sheepskins. And uh, – I, ne- I never I never retrieved it, but but Greenswall store the 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 uh, which is still at Glebe, mm. the owner he was a bit of a Rolls Royce fanatic, and he had these uh, is it Silver Ghost chassis and engine parts etc. Mm. spread in the most unexpected places throughout the store, mm. and uh, it was a treasure trove of uh, if you're into um, vintage cars. Um, mm. <laughs> it was quite a quite a treasure trove, and mm. and I, I took a load of Lucy's into a store. I, I've got to remember was this William Horton? I don't know. The store's still there, just above what was known as West Shed. Darling Harbour was divided into the sheds: north, south, east, west. Uh, not east, but mm. sheds. And uh, this was a continuing. Um, Loading dock, which was on a continual curve, and uh, <laughs> this chap, the uh, I, I I reversed in there the first time. Mm. I had trouble. Mm. The second time, I ironed it out, and this um, one of the labourers came up to me. And he said, "You're the best driver to ever." Take a truck to reverse a truck into this wool store, wow. um, because because you had no vision. You're, you're you didn't have a reversing a, camera. You're a, a yeah. bit, you're a bit like <laughs> Tim Hay. I've, yeah. I've seen him reverse loads, in which he's he had no reference points. Okay, and he had to rely on instinct. And I've seen him take loads wow. with literally twenty mils on either side. Mm. That's all he had to play with. Goodness. And, was, and, yeah, yeah. You, you really enjoyed that job as a truck driver. You spoke uh, yeah, about, it was a, yeah. some, some of the characters, yeah, and some of the uh, some of the people uh, are, are just indelibly printed in my mind. Mm. I, I just uh, enjoyed so much of their company. And uh, there was a toff you mentioned that used to go down to the beach quite a bit in his brakes or something. Oh yeah, he he mm. was um, Kerry Anthony. Uh, he was a real toff, and he, mm. he he 
he'd uh, he might take some wool bales out to somewhere, and then he'd 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 go down to Bondi Beach surfing. <laughs> That's a pretty good job. <laughs> I never had the balls for it. Like, <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, yeah, he he was, uh, mm. yeah. That's Quite fun. a character. So Darlene Harbour back then was very much a working harbour. It was. It was, It, it yeah. was. A, a, and they had 1877 steam lakers mm. with Robert Stevenson mm. on the side um, shunting. And I never wow. forgot how impressive they were. They'd be moving these massive loads up the inclines yeah. and down them mm. and uh, the, the deep-seated uh, – Chuff Chuff was just really something. I, I'd yeah. been in the showers. I'd been listening to those things. Okay. Like, I was just uh, stoked. I, I mean, any mechanically minded mm. man or boy would have been. Um, it sounds like poetry. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it is. It, it, mm. it was living uh, poetry in motion. Poetry in motion. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Did you ever work at Goldsboro? Uh, Goldsboro Smith. Uh, hold on. Was That's it Goldsboro Mort? Uh, there was Del Getty New Zealand Loan. Mm. One of their stores is still, it's got a plaque out the front. Mm. Did, do you recollect that down near Waddle Street, running parallel with Waddle Street? I uh, can't quite um, remember where Waddle Street is. Yeah, Winchcombe yeah. Winchcom Carson, mm. uh, William Horton. Um, mm. Yeah, Del Getty New Zealand Loan. I'm probably repeating myself here. That's okay. Uh, not, not all of them come to mind, but there, mm. there was a a great multiplicity of stores, all with mm. varied histories. and um, Absolutely. Yeah, well, I had a friend who was a shearer. He came from mm. a, a very wealthy family. They were first to farm wool west of the Divide mm. and um, the, the man's father had his own plane and yacht, but he went to King's School. But he was a great friend of mine, a fantastic bloke. Mm. Um, but... Uh, yeah, that was uh, quite a – well, I've never had a boring moment in my life, mate. I've just had interesting episodes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Sydney is so rich in history. It and, is. Um, it, it's thanks to people who uh, value heritage. Yeah. That, yeah. that we're able to um, – still have elements of our city preserved. Uh, Jack Mundy yeah. um, was a very prominent trade unionist uh, in the 1960s and 70s from memory right. who stopped uh, the demolition and redevelopment of the rocks. That's right. Um, he, he put a stop on uh, any development and it's thanks to that action that we now have um, that area preserved. Um, so many of those houses uh, were not for his intervention uh, w would not be there today and we we would have lost that heritage well as a visual um, artist I've, I've often go gone mm. around the rocks and similar areas um mm. yeah we we do owe a, a, a debt to jack mundy but mm. and and his fellow laborers but we uh well yeah yeah jack mundy i saw him a couple of times on building jobs throughout Sydney. I mean, he was quite a landmark himself. He, he originally came down from Queensland to get into football, I believe. A, a rugby uh, league? A, yeah, league. Okay. Yeah. What was he like as a person? Um, quite affable, actually. He's, mm. um, he's very canny, mm. um, quite approachable. Um, mm. You'd have quite, to be to be a leader like yeah, that. Yeah, you would. You yeah. would. You would. But uh, after... Um, 
mm. my experience, the first selective school in this in New South or Australia wasn't very nice. But when I went down to Darling Harbour, mate, mm. I just saw a whole different facet from mm. the working classes, mate. Yeah, I, I was just really impressed. A lot of honesty and truth in those yeah, people. Yeah, no, they were. They uh, were, mate. Genuine people. They were. You know, wearing your heart on your sleeve and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was some unpleasantness from overbearing, one overbearing individual, a supervisor, but uh, mm. he was in the back of a refrigeration uh, mm. van and I gave him a right dressing down and he just looked at the floor and went as red as a beetroot because oh. he knew I was right. Mm. When I said, you're picking on a 21-year-old kid because you think you can get away with it, but I never see you doing this to any of the other workers. But the other workers mm. did have trouble with the same individual. Mm. But that's history, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bad apple. Well, mm. I suppose he's doing what he thought to be right. Okay. Lindsay, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, well, look, it seems that, Physically, Sydney has changed in a sense. Um, it has over yeah. the years. A lot of things have changed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But but also um, as a community, things have changed. Not always for the better. Yeah. We've lost that friendship between neighbours. Yeah, we did. We've lost we have. That yeah. camaraderie yeah. between workers. Um, uh, yeah. Dave, I wanted to ask mm. you. Back in the days, was mm. crime a thing? Was it mm. very high or was it very oh, low? Yeah, it mm. existed. We had our standover men and. Uh, it wasn't as um, desperate as it is today with random shootings and uh, big kids that never grew up just mm. potting, potting off rounds at each other. Um, so it, it wasn't. It, was, it, was, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, we had Tilly Divine and uh, these various uh, well-known madams um, that were um, quite – quite well known throughout Sydney and we had the okay. Razor Gangs in the 30s. So uh, we did mm. have our problems. Um, mm. But it wasn't, um, you know, something like now these days. It was uh, way different. Uh, yeah, it, it, it wasn't as widespread. Right. Um, mm. Yeah. So there weren't like mafias or gangsters back oh, then. The mafia existed, mate. Oh, okay. Um, it it well, it became more prominent um, mm. when when the when the true blues got ousted. Um, the mafia, or, 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 well, you've only got to look at what happened to Donald Mackay, you know, in the Riverina. I haven't heard that. Story. Oh well, he 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 was campaigning against marijuana, and he got kidnapped. They never found the body. Really? Uh, uh, yeah. I've yeah. heard of that MP. And that was attributed to the oh. uh, mafia. I've heard of that MP at in Cabramatta that was knocked off. Oh, um, yeah. Who was that? John someone? John New? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was He was also um, yeah. knocked off or assassinated um, and that was crime-related. I think he was campaigning against crime in his electorate. Um, I'll have to look up his name. Sorry, it escapes um, me. John... Was it new? Um, anyway, I'm not quite sure on that. Thanks for evoking a few memories for me, mate. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, look, I never had an academic mind. I can't recall things like some people can, mm. but my experiences going back to my childhood as is real to me now 
as yeah. they are looking at you. Wow. Because I was read, uh, my grandfather was a sea captain who'd gone mm. to sea in 1893 on sailing ships. Mm-hmm. And um, I must have known that I was in a privileged position with all this earth's early experience coming. And I was, it mm. was registering wow. even then. It seems like the experiences that really brought you joy and... Uh, they did. Yeah, they th- still those do. are the ones that come back to you naturally. Yeah. They, they're forthcoming. Yeah, yeah, I think I was in a... I mean, okay, yeah. it's been tough. It like goes for most of us. But yes. um, mm. I, 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 I think I was in a very privileged position. Mm. Very privileged. Yeah. Life's... Uh, Life's includes its good and bad moments, and um, well, as Mum said, yeah. when, when my brother got his science degree, and mm. uh, Mum said to me, uh, "Look, I know you haven't done well at school, and you're not academic, but mm. um, what she said was uh, the Great Hall. Mm. Um, just because these people have a, have receiving their science degrees, mm. there's no guarantee." that they're going to have the ticker to face life. Mm. Now, I've got nothing against learning, but mm. um, I've seen this. It didn't register then, mm. but with experience and observation, mm. I've just thought how true those words are, mate, because <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no substitute for, for ticker and no, there's not, guts. Yeah. Yeah, you can't spend your life reading textbooks. Um, you've got to go out there and live it. Yeah, you? Yeah. you have. Yeah, that's and people right. saying this is menial work or this oh, is no. No, no. I think your life's been full it's of uh, rich experiences. Yeah, John Newman, by the way, was the name of the MP. Oh, I, I was somewhere that you mentioned on the tack. Yeah, yeah, yeah John, John Newman. John Newman. Yeah. Um, Dave, thank you so much for your insights. On the late night fix, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, discussing thanks. Sydney. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Absolutely, and we'd like to have you back on uh, at some point to talk about yeah. some of those other issues, renewables, etc. Yeah. yeah. Muzikay, can you sign off for us, please? Yeah, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed um, episode four and, um, you know, stay tuned for the next episode, episode five. See you then. See you then. See you then.